Welcome to 1-800-GODS-LOVE. I'm your host, Lamika Odom. Thanks for joining me. Okay, I'm going to start out by praying and then we're going to jump right into the episode. Father God, I thank you once again for who you are. I thank you, Father God, for who, for who you continue to be in my life. I thank you, Lord, for how you're using me. I thank you, Father God, for every listener. I thank you, Father God, for every subscriber. I thank you for those who, who even decides to share my podcast episode with those that you may lay on their heart as they're listening. God, I ask for the flesh in me to decrease while the spirit of God continues to increase. Father God, I pray, Lord, that your will would be done. Nothing more, nothing less, Lord God, just your will. However you see fit, Father God, I pray, Lord God, that this does not fall on deaf ears. I pray, Father God, that how you use me on whatever platform, Lord, I pray that it's edifying of the kingdom of God and that it, that it honors and glorifies you. Lord, have your way. Use me as you continue to see fit. Lord, I love you and I thank you. All these things I ask in your son Jesus' name. Amen, 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 and amen. So let me give you all a little bit of a, um, a catch-up or let me just update you uh, as far as me. I Last week, I know this is a brand new day. This is a brand new week. However, let me just um, rewind and say last week, it started last week, the beginning of the week, Monday was so hectic and long for me that by Monday night, I took a kid home. And when he got in the car, I asked him, how has your week been so far? And after I asked him those words, before he responded, I heard the Holy Spirit say, it's just Monday. Then on Tuesday, I left the office to go to an appointment to have my windshield replaced showed up at the appointment. And the man tells me your appointment is tomorrow at 10 o'clock, not today. So everything that took place on Monday because of how hectic and long it was, my days were all off by the end of, by Monday night, I'm thinking we already in the middle of the week by Tuesday. I'm thinking we on Wednesday when it was just Tuesday. Um, and as I mentioned, I had to get my windshield replaced this week. I had a, 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 a nick in my windshield from a truck on the highway, which is why I, I try not to be behind transfer trucks on the highway. And I try to keep my distance. But I had a nick in my window, a little spot. And my mindset was, I'm going to get that fixed when such and such time come. Well, my car ended up setting at home all day long on New Year's Eve. And New Year's Day, I get in my car to go to the gym and realize that I got a crack in my window that's shaped like a smiley face. And I'm like, okay. First I first I thought, like, I, mean, I didn't think nobody intentionally did it, but I just was like, because it said all day, I didn't move it, it was in the sun. Well, again, I'm thinking I'm going to wait to such and such time to get this fixed. Well, the next time I got in my car, the crack had spread it to where now it was in, it was in my view. It was obstructing my view. Of course I could still drive, but it was like this line in my view as I'm driving. So I took it upon myself to go ahead and get the windshield fixed, um, on last week. Um, 
God has revealed, God has exposed some things to me. Oh my goodness. He's exposed some things to me. And this is where the episode title comes in at. And I will share at the end of this podcast, I will share the things that God revealed to me. The episode title is don't miss it. And this, it all makes sense. Um, once I get into the Bible, um, the book of the Bible that I read today, actually read it several times, read it before. Cause I read the whole chapter of first Kings one and two. However, today it got put everything together. So the episode title again is don't miss it. All right. Again, y'all, I'm not good with these names in the Bible. So if I say a name that don't sound right to you, this is the name that I came up with when it comes to the person in the Bible. So I'm reading second Kings chapter five, and I'm going to read verses one through 13. And I'm reading out of the message Bible. Normally I'm reading out. Normally I read out of the translation. I mean, normally I read out of the new living translation Bible, but today I'm reading out of the message Bible, the Bible that I call the urban Bible. So chapter five verses one through 13 verses one through three. Naaman was general of the army under the king of Aram. He was important to his master. He held him in the highest esteem because it was by him that God had given victory to to Aram. A truly great man, but afflicted with a grievous skin disease. So Naaman was a great man, but he had a skin disease. He had a skin disease. It so happened that Amron, on one of its raiding raiding expeditions against Israel, captured a young girl who became a maid of Naaman's wife. One day, she said to her mistress, Oh, if only my master could meet the prophet of Samara, he would be healed of his skin disease. So this Naaman's wife's... um made is basically saying if Naaman could meet the prophet of Samaria, he would be healed of the skin disease. Naaman went straight to his master and reported what the girl from Israel had said. Well then go said the king of Aram and I'll send a letter of introduction to the king of Israel. So, He went off, so he went off taking with him about 750 pounds of gold and 10 sets of clothes. This is what Naaman took with him. Naaman delivered the letter to the king of Israel. The letter read, when you get this letter, you will know that I personally sent my servant Naaman to you. Heal him of his skin disease. Now, let me pause right there. Let me pause right there before I continue. That was verses, I read verses one through six. He says, this, he says in this letter, when you get this letter, you will know that I personally sent my servant Naaman to you. Heal him of his skin disease. I wanted to pause right there because I prayed prayers and said, God, if such and such and such and such, prove it to me by doing this. What well, this letter is basically telling, telling him, telling the king of Israel, when you get this letter, you will know that I've personally sent my servant to you. 
Okay, verse 7. When the king of Israel read this letter, he was terribly upset, ripping his robe to pieces. He said, am I a God with the power to bring death or life? Did I get orders to heal this man from his disease? What's going on here? The king's trying to pick a fight. That's what. Verse 8. Elijah, the man of God, heard what happened. That the king of Israel was so distressed that he ripped his robe to shreds. He sent word to the king. Why are you upset? Ripping your robe like this? Send him, send him to me. So he'll learn that there's a prophet in Israel. So now Elijah is telling the king of Israel to send Naaman to me. So he'll learn that there's a prophet in Israel. Verse nine. So Naaman with his horses and chariots arrived in style and stopped at Elijah's door. Elijah sent out a servant to meet him with this message. Go to the river Jordan and immerse yourself seven times. Your skin will be healed and you will, and you'll be a, be as good as new. Let me back up. Okay. So Naaman, so Naaman on his horses and chariots arrived, arrived in style, it says, and stopped at Elijah's door. Elijah sent his servant to meet him with a message. The message is telling Naaman to go to the river Jordan and immerse himself seven times. Dip yourself in the Jordan River seven times and your skill will be healed and you'll be as good as new. Y'all, Naaman lost it. This is what verse 11 through 12. Naaman lost his temper. He spun around saying, I thought he's person. I thought he'd personally come out and meet me and call on the name of God. Wave his hand over the disease spot and get rid of the disease. The Damon, the Damascus river, a banner or perfora are cleaner by far than any of the rivers of Israel. Why not bathe in them? So Naaman is like, you want me to go dip myself in the Jordan river. And he don't name these other rivers that's cleaner than the Jordan river cleaner by far than any of the rivers in Israel. But you telling me to go dip myself in this filthy river and I'm going to be made as good as new. I'm going to be healed. So that, that, Hey, it pissed them off. That's my words, not the Bible. It pissed them off. He says, I'd at least get clean. He stomped off mad as a hornet. Verse 13. But his servants caught up with him and said, Father, if the prophet had said, if the prophet had asked you to do something hard and heroic, wouldn't you have done it? So why not this simple wash and be clean? So he did it. So Naaman did it. Naaman went down and immersed himself in the Jordan seven times following the orders of the holy man. His skin was healed and it was like the skin of a little baby. He was as good as new. So again, my episode title is don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. I'm going to go back. 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 But don't miss it. The reason why the episode title is don't miss it is because I myself might, might have missed something had, 
had not I been sensitive to the Holy Spirit. But if you notice, when he got this message that was sent from Elijah, it didn't make, obviously it didn't make sense to him because he said, after he heard what he wanted him to do, which was go dip yourself in the Jordan River seven times, seven times, your skin will be healed and you will be as good as new. It says in verses 11 through 12, Naaman lost his temper, which means he got mad. I don't know if you don't ever seen somebody when they lost, they, they don't lost their temper. I have, they get to punching walls. They get to knocking over stuff. Like I don't see people lose their temper. He, he spun around saying, I thought, I thought, so a thought, his thought is how he almost missed his healing. I thought he would personally come out and meet me and call on the name of God, wave his hand over the disease spot and get rid of the disease. That's what he thought. So I want to encourage you today. Don't miss it because of a thought. Don't miss it because you go to God and you praying and asking God for something and you end up missing God's answer because you thought God was going to answer it this way, but God ended up answering a different way. Naaman thought God, Naaman says, he thought that the man was going to come out and meet him and call on God, wave his hand over the disease spot and get rid of the disease. That's what he thought. He almost missed it because of what he thought. But I am so glad. I'm so glad them servants had enough common sense to talk like, look, Naaman, you getting ready to miss this. You getting ready to miss this miracle. You might want to be obedient. It's verse 13. It says, but his servants caught up with him and said, father, if the prophet had asked you to do something hard and heroic, heroic, wouldn't you have done it? So why not this simple wash and be clean? Something simple. Naaman almost missed it because of a thought that he had because what, how he thought he, how he thought it was going to play out. He almost missed it. But those servants, the servants that caught up with him said, why not this simple wash and go and be clean? So he did it. He went down, immersed himself in a Jordan seven times following the orders of the holy man. His skin was healed. It was like his skin was healed. It was like a little baby. Y'all know baby skin now. Baby skin is so soft, like soft to touch. So listen, I want to encourage you today. Do not miss it because of a thought. Don't miss it because you don't pray and what, how you think God going to answer. He don't answer it that way. So you miss it. Do not miss it. And I want to share my personal story. I'm going to end by sharing my personal story. So I've been praying and asking God to increase my spiritual discernment. I have discernment, but I've been praying and asking God to increase my spiritual discernment. I want to be able to discern the spirits that are operating behind folks. Like, I, I, you know, this is a spiritual thing. It's not a flesh thing. It's, 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 even though we be in a physical, it's a spiritual thing. So I have been praying and asking God to increase my spiritual discernment. I thought, <laughs> I thought God was going to increase my spiritual discernment to where when I came in contact with somebody, I was going to hear the Holy Spirit say, that's a Jezebel spirit. That's a Leviathan spirit. That's a spirit of sorcery. That's a spirit of divination. That's what I thought. But boy, 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 was I wrong. God revealed to me that 
an atmosphere that I share with some individuals, these individuals operate in witchcraft. God revealed to me that I am amongst a witch in an atmosphere that I share. And that is not what I was expecting. So when I first met this one individual, when I first met this one individual, I felt something off in my spirit. However, I did not know what it was. I felt something off, but I did not know what it was. Then I later learned something about this individual. And I said to myself, that must be what it is. That must be why, why I felt what I felt in my spirit when I came in contact, when this person walked in the room and I came in contact with this person. It's what I said to myself. God ended up revealing to me that this individual is a witch. The other situation, I heard, a, I heard the other person speak on something and because I wasn't for sure, I thought it was a thought. I thought one thing and God ended up revealing and answering a different way. Now, had I ignored, had I ignored what God was showing me, I would have missed it. So I want to encourage you, don't miss it. I don't know what your, what it, what your it is, but don't miss it because of a thought. Don't miss it because of what you thought. A lot of times we miss God. We miss how he show up. We miss how he answered because we'll go to God and pray and we're already determined in our mind how God going to answer. And then when God don't answer the way that you determined he was going to answer, you feel like God ain't answered you yet. Because you made up in your mind that he was going to answer it this way, but he ended up answering another way. So you miss it. So don't, don't miss it. Don't miss it because of a thought. Don't miss it because of a thought. Mm. Father God, thank you for your word. Thank you for how your word spoke to me today. Thank you for how your word speak to me differently. Even if I read the same chapter in the Bible, the same verse over and over, God, I get something new every time. And God, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for your word. I'm grateful, Lord God, that you chose me. I'm grateful, Lord, that when I was out in the world doing my own thing, you never stopped pursuing me. Father God, I lift myself up to you. I lift every listener up to you, Father God. And I ask, Lord, that we will be able to hear you more clear than we ever heard you before. I pray, Father God, that that we are mindful that your sheep know your voice and they would not answer to a stranger. I pray father God, that you would help us to be, help us to be alert, help us to be alert on alert to you, whether you're speaking or whether you're revealing things to us, Lord God, don't allow us to miss it. Father God, don't allow the thoughts that pop up in our head, allow us to miss things. Most importantly, father God, remove, the way that we approach you when we come to you in prayer, Lord God, we come to you in prayer. And then after we pray, Lord, pray, Lord God, we make up in our mind how we want you to answer the prayer. Father God, remove, remove that whole mindset, Lord God, Lord, you answer our prayers according to your will and help us, Lord God, to have the strength to be able to accept how you answer the prayer. Even if we don't even understand, help us to be able to just accept that, accept the way that you answer the prayer. God, I love you. I pray over everyone listening to this episode, Lord God. I pray over their weak, Lord, their weak, Lord God. Father God, I plead the blood of Jesus Christ over every listener, Lord God, from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. I pray, Lord, that you will allow your angels to camp out around them, covering them from danger seen and dangerous unseen. I bind the work of the enemy, Lord God. I bind every evil scheme, every evil assignment, every evil plot, every hex, every curse, every, vo every voodoo, 
every evil assignment, Lord God, concerning them in their lives that the enemy has plotted, Lord God, I bind it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. God, I ask that you would have your way. Your word tells me that whatever I bind on earth will be bound in heaven. So Father God, allow your will to be, be done. Nothing less, nothing more. Lord, I love you and I thank you. All these things I ask in your son, Jesus name. Amen, 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 and amen.